Blog Talk Radio. This is the Change Book Radio Show, global insight and inspiration for life and business. We're brought to you by the fastest growing personal development book series in the world titled The Change. And I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnaluni, transformational leader and coach, international best-selling author, and founder of High Powered Success Academy and StacyC.com, The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hey, hey, we are back with part two. Uh, Furley Almonte is with us, and I made another mistake, the same mistake I made a couple weeks ago. So I live and learn, you know. If you come into my world, you got to be adaptable. Um, anyways, we are with uh, Furley. She's a motivational speaker and international best-selling author, an amazing, amazing, resilient coach. So if you are making transition in your life right now or you've come to the bottom of the barrel, you're absolutely in this dark place of despair, not even knowing where to turn. Uh, this is your girl. So we are going to pick up where we left off. And I want to start with a quote that Furley's grandmother left her. And it says, nothing destroys iron, but its own corrosion. We were just talking about all of the many things that has, you know, that, that life throws our way. And we can get knocked down and knocked down and not knocked down but the only thing that's going to keep us from standing back up is our own inability to come against that thing so we have what it takes exactly. to get up and overcome so let's talk about that Furley tell me what that quote means to you that that's so true uh-oh I dropped you hold on Hello? I'm, you're you're breaking up a little bit okay I think I've got you back go ahead Furley, are you there? Can you, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we are not going to lose this connection today. All right, go well, ahead. Well, listeners, this is your wake-up call. <laughs> yeah. I hope you can hear me now because a lot of the things that I'm going to be sharing with you is probably are probably different advices that you may have ha- heard before, you, but you never heard them. You never listened. <laughs> so just to get off from that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah. going back to what we were saying about the quote, people, so many people do not realize how much power they have over their destiny. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, you know, when, spe- when we get knocked down in life, we ended up just, Staying in that place of misery and the self-sabotage, the negative self-talk, all of the, the bad decisions that we make end up actually causing the demise of our dreams. Um, it ex- basically, your the light in your life gets extinguished mm-hmm. because of your own doing. But we have the power within us to make all the right choices to find a new beginning, to have a different perspective on what has happened to our lives. Um, If you think of it as a punishment, then you feel like, oh, you deserve it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's how you see things changes the way your life, um, your possibilities look. Um, I, I guess that's where when you say that, that you know, like not, nothing destroys iron but its own corrosion, it's like whatever kills your dream is some, more often than not your own doing. 
because yes. the wrong choices that you make in life that yeah. actually makes your dreams rust and basically just corrodes. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's basically, you know, the whole lesson uh, based on that quote, which is really very, very powerful. It's all about the choices that we make and the power that we utilize to mm-hmm. change the trajectory of our lives, our dreams, and our possibilities. Yeah. I love that quote that says, adversity introduces a man to himself. I think that this is what we're talking about, that we don't understand. We are not out there seeking light. We are the light, and light is not needed in light. Light is light appears in the darkness, right? So when we get into those dark places and those um, hopeless places, we really are made for that place. And it's not until you're in that place that you really meet yourself, that you really see what's inside of you. So you are a guide. Um, you are the support that we, we all need somebody, right? God sends us a friend for adversity. It says that in Proverbs. I love that. Um, that somebody's going to come alongside and be able to help us uh, where, when we're in that deep, dark place of despair. And they're going to be that voice. And so you are that voice of hope. So talk to us about the work that you do out in the world with First people of all, like that. I love, I, I love the quote that you said about adversities introduces us to ourselves. Yeah. Because in, the, in my moment of darkness, I remember when I dropped to my knees and I was sobbing and wailing. I remember when I snapped out of it, I said to myself, I am not going to be defined by my adversities. Yeah. I will make my mm. mess my message. And Amen. so, and so, what happens is that, like in in those moments of adversities, you realize how strong you are. How what your uh, your you actually uncage your ability to be resilient because you more often than not you have no other choice. Yeah. And so that's when you wisen up. You realize there's a part of you that's actually strong and wise and resilient and you know, and decisive about you wanting to be happy again. Mm-hmm. And um, and when you also said about us becoming light, yes, we become the beacon of light, just like mm-hmm. you are a beacon of light, Stacey, mm-hmm. um, in so many different ways that you're doing right now, whether you're coaching, you're through radio, you're writing. All of the things that you're doing in life is actually you know, shedding light and spreading your light to those people who are in places of darkness. And that's exactly what I also do right now, creating possibilities you know, for people to find new beginnings despite the times that, that they have been knocked down in life. Yeah. Whether you get, whether you get, uh, whether you get this, um, discharged from your job, um, whether you get laid off, whether you got divorced, whether you got disabled, you know, all of these things are teaching us lessons. Mm-hmm. This is also opening us to find new beginnings. It's time to reinvent. It's time yeah. to shed the old, the old skin and begin to actually grow something more glowy, more magnificent, um, something that's more us now. Um, More often than not, through our adversities, we shed off what we're no longer. 
you know, mm-hmm. um, it, because it's a, a journey or a, a chapter of our life that we have already lived. It has served the purpose of us getting lessons and yeah. <laughs> from that. Yeah. And so, you know, Love here that. you go, you emerge into a whole different stage of your life and you are better than you were. You are wiser, you are richer in experience, you are stronger. And yeah. it, maybe it won't stop, maybe, um, you, but all of us, we all have different stories. Um, we all have different destinies. Mm-hmm. And each one of them will unfold when the time is right, leading us to where we need to be in life, into our ultimate calling in life. Mm-hmm. You know what Mark Twain said, right? There are two most important days of our lives, the day we were born and the day you find out why. Mm, and, amen. You know, right? And so yeah. in life, it may come sooner to those people who may face adversities early on in life. And there are some people who are late bloomers like us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought of myself as a late bloomer. I love the, you know, we were talking about in our during our little commercial break, we were talking about our um you know, morphing, like how many business cards have we made where we're like, oh, man, you know, it, it no longer is relevant. You know, six months later, we, we look at our business cover right. like, no, there's so much more. There's so, we are in this it's, constant yeah, that, state of like transformation and morphing and evolution and whatever you want to call it of change. Right, we are right. alive. We are living beings and we are continually in the process of change. And like you said, that that, that story yesterday, like that served its purpose. So now let's let go of that and step into that next level of of grace and glory so it is uh yeah, it's, so beautiful it's constant metamorphosis you know yes and so yes. And, and you know what just embrace it because you would realize like um the more you are aware of who you are and what your genes are you you begin to step into it with such excitement and uh, yeah. and now this time in your life you you approach that new stage of metamorphosis with intention. Like yeah. there's now a purpose attached to it. It's not like, oh, it happened because maybe it's leading me to something. Um, maybe you don't even think of it that way. Maybe you just think that it just happened. You know, people say, oh, it is what it is. You know, yeah. I'm not really, you know, how many times do I hear that it is what it is? But you know what? Well, in the beginning, maybe when you have less awareness of what's happening in your life, you can say that um, it, you know, basically the rug gets pulled from under you. And what happens after that becomes a decision. It becomes basically uh, a power that you have over the outcome of your life. You know what they even say. You shame, you know, um, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me <laughs> twice, shame on me, right? Yes, so yes. if after that one lesson when you said it is what it is, you still fall into the same trap, then the the dumb the uh, the most common denominator now is you allowing yeah. that pattern to perpetuate. You know. Amen. Amen. So, Wake up. So you know that moment. That moment of, um, like, I remember for me, it was like a shift into, you know, you're slaying dragons. You know, you feel like I'm out here to slay the dragon. All of a sudden, I become the dragon. Now I'm breathing fire. Like, I don't need to slay any more dragons. I'm not afraid of the dragon. I am now the dragon, and I'm breathing fire, and I'm going to call the shots, and I'm going to decide 
what's going to get away with what, you know, what, what tomorrow is going to look like, what, what kind of pressure I need in my life to move me forward. What, like there's, there's a shift that takes place. And I, I want to ask you at what point did you make that decision? Did you have that very strong resolve that my mess is now going to become a message? You talked about that moment of realization that, you know, Oh no, I'm not going to stay down. I'm rising back up. When did that when yeah. did that happen? Oh, I, I remember exactly that moment because uh, I remember that was actually during the um the probably my divorce and it was it was postponed so many times it was costing me so much money. And uh, you know, I good still point. Sh- I still show you know, I still show up at work always smiling. So people had no idea and the third time it got um it got postponed. I, I, I remember literally dropping down on my knees behind the cash register so that nobody could see me. Oh, and I, I wow. started to cry. And, you know, all time, you know, I was sobbing. I was angry, frustrated. And then at some point, it clicked on me. I could wail. I could cry. I could, I could complain. I could scream. But none of those that I was going to do was going to change my destiny. I said to myself, I have the power to change my destiny. And I am not going to let all of these adversities define me. And Mm -hmm. I realized at that moment that if I even do not share the tragedies or catastrophes I've had in my life, I am not being of service to anybody else because the lessons that I, I have learned could help others. And yeah. I think that is what made me an incredible coach and speaker and trainer because I have lived through the hills that I am helping people rise above from because mm-hmm. I have experienced the pain. I could articulate it. I could, I could share. I could empathize with the people who are going through it. And in whether you're, if you're listening right now, please. Find that story and lesson deep within your soul and same thing because it only takes one light to help others find their yeah. own way yeah. out of their darkness. Amen. And that's basically it. Like, you know, that was the pivotal moment and I made a decision. I'm not going to hide because it's easier to hide in shame because yeah. you feel that people will judge you. Oh, people, oh, she has failed in her marriage she has failed in the blah 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 you know she's a loser you know because people are so afraid of being judged but guess what the worst judge of all is you because you have made that judgment upon yourself that you are not worthy of a better life of a new Uh. beginning of a of a new love a new relationship a new career no you know, one chapter of your life may have closed, but there's so much more waiting for you to unfold. You yeah. Know, you just have to turn the pages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, your words are exactly mine. It's like so fun listening to you. I, I love it. You know, I talk about anger. I'm about to um, publish another book called The Prophet Zone. And the very first, um, the beginning of it is that moment of awakening, which really is the courage to feel something. 
And I think that you and I could both say that it was when we finally decided to get angry. We finally decided to get mad about our situation, mad enough to rise up out of the ashes and do something, right? That anger, that, that strong emotion literally moves us into radical action that will change the world. And I think that that's so important to help people know that that feeling that you have is there and don't be afraid to feel it because it'll move you in the direction of some noble um, work in the world. Do you, do you resonate with that? Yeah, yes, oh, absolutely. I completely agree with you. As a matter of fact, as I'm as I'm listening to, you, I'm smiling because <laughs> when you know, because this is a really funny, funny and and very eye-opening uh, story that I'm going to share. But during the time that I was ill, right, and I was, you know, I wanted to find a way to follow my purpose because. When I was so ill, I was not ready to check out. I didn't want to die. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to just give up hope. And so yeah. I prayed. I remember sitting in my family room by myself at the edge of the sofa. And I said to God, I prayed to God and I said, Lord, I know I'm in this world to be of service to others. Please mm-hmm. show me how. And then I don't know, I ended up attending um, a networking meeting. Um, and so I actually, at that moment, they were, they, somebody was actually raffling off um, 12 life coaching sessions, and she put a value there worth $1,200. And I wanted to win something. I did not know what a life coach was. And, <laughs> I put, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to win something. I put my card in there. And guess who wins? She got my name. She picked my card. And she actually put my card back because she said that she wanted to make sure that the person that she picked really wants that. What are the chances of her picking my card again from a bowl of business cards? Wow. So uh, it was probably destiny, right? And yeah. so I, uh, I, well, there's no other way to explain that. And I started working with her. So I remember... She, you know, as a life coach, she basically wanted me to feel layers of myself. And I remember at one point, I was getting angry. Mm. Like I, that's why, you know, like, like the anger. I was getting yeah. angry. What do you mean angry? I, I said, like, what do you mean feel more layers? I said, like, I am as raw as it gets. I thought I was a, a together kind of girl. But she <laughs> felt that there was more in me. So she kept pushing me to peel that layer and I was really getting very angry and it was <laughs> then that I realized through that angry moment of that coaching that all my life I was actually going through job after job looking for opportunities to earn so I can be continuously a provider for my family so I I was living my life looking for jobs to provide. I never really looked for a job that was passion-driven. Mm-hmm. I didn't even care whether it was something that I, I would enjoy. Does it pay me enough money to send money to the Philippines was basically my goal. Um. And so the wake-up call there was I did not believe that if I followed my passion, which is actually very very, very innate for me was to do 
designed to make people pretty, to help oh. to advise friends, you know, and all that. And so it was. I remember as a kid, I loved to make paper dolls. I didn't even buy paper dolls. I would make my own paper dolls and make clothes for them. And so I realized that, you know, that kind of led me to my career as an image consultant. And so that was, I could not be a respiratory therapist anymore, right? Yeah. And so I ended up finding through that angry moment, an eye-opening moment where I realized that I could actually make money following something that I love to do, which was, yeah. you know, um, the fashion. And so that was, that led me to becoming an image consultant. And then when I look at people's eyes, my gosh, they, they don't light up. They, they look miserable, even in their designer clothes. And I realized I have to fix what's inside first. I need to help them find the light within them and find the direction what, what actually fuels them in life and so that's how I end up doing life coaching so now when I help people I I basically transform them from inside and out but that anger that heightened emotion like what you were described what you were describing actually led me to the career that lights me up yeah oh Furley that's a beautiful story you know we as coaches are here to trigger you I mean, that is our point, to help you find those trigger, you know, that the gift of the trigger. That, that's what Furley's talking about here is on the other side of that anger or that, you know, your button gets pushed and all of a sudden you realize the professor, the p- professor pain, I call it. You know, if you'll just listen to the professor, he will lead you into such purpose. So you don't have to work in the hospital anymore and do the the mundane just to survive. You get to live a life of truly high and authentic service. It it does seem like too good to be true, right? You're like, how could this be? I'm getting paid <laughs> to do what I absolutely right, like, love. But that's what you know we're what talking they, about. was it was it Mark? Oh no no no, it was um, it was uh, one of the uh, business coaches um, that who said that find find something that you love to do and you'll never work a day of your life. I'm yeah. trying to remember, like, uh, but I, I forgot who the author of that quote was. But is that, you know, uh, when you when you are led to your higher calling in life, and you are led to your, I love how you reminded everybody to follow their authentic calling, because yeah. you will find that in there there will be something very uniquely authentic and innate in you that would help you excel in what you do. Yeah. And you know and it's so cool like you know all of the all the things that you know I always urge people make an inventory of all your gifts because mm-hmm. a lot of times you forgot you even you're even great at something you know and yeah. so all of you know, all of this even right now I had mentioned to you in when I help people with their life reinventions right um what happens is that you go through catastrophes in life I am a product of that. I had gone through catastrophes in life that led me to reinvent my life. I had no other choice. I cannot be a respiratory therapist anymore. I had to find another way to make a living. But this time, I wanted it to be passion-driven and joy-filled. Mm-hmm. And so in that evolution, I also realized that I love to write. And so, you know, when I help people reinvent their lives or their careers or relationships, you know, whether you're, you're, you've been divorced so you're, or you're 
you're single and ready to mingle. And, um, <laughs> and or you've been you've been laid off, and you realize you don't want a job, but you want something more out of you know um, a career. And so you know when I help people find that new beginning, whether it be in a relationship, in a relationship or in a career, I also help them write their resume or write their online dating profile so that they are able to present their lives or themselves in the best possible light. Because more often than not, you don't see how awesome, how awesome and amazingly gifted you are. Uh Uh-oh. I dropped you. Oh, again. there you are. Yeah, you dropped again. Okay. Uh, you know, wait, okay. stop for just a minute. This is so amazing right here. And you shared this with me. And, and we never talk about this. And many coaches might help their clients with this. I don't know. I help my clients to a certain extent with their copy. But this is a huge service that you're providing and helping people write their resumes, write the copy for their business, write offers, write their dating profile. All of those things are so, so important. And like you were saying, we see our clients for who they truly are. And we can speak to the truth about who they are and the potential that's in them, you know, the, the light that's in them. And, and a lot of times they can't see that. So that service is so valuable. I'm glad that you brought that up. I was going to question you about that. So, um, and you because already they, called they, out they those people. How, how they right, like, right. They, they, they know that they, oh, they say like, oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm good. Um, I, they, they would say the more common words, but because, you know, many of us coaches are insightful. And, and I guess one of the blessings that I've been given was that I'm very insightful and I'm, I, I, I actually read people well. And then mm-hmm. I, I'm able to put into words the, you know, the amazing characters, traits, and qualities that they have that, will, that make them stand out. And yeah. so whether, if they're, whether they're looking to just to get a job um, they want to get a promotion, or they want to, um, you know, put themselves out there to find love again. I write it in such a way that, you know, somebody, you know, will be attracted to the person because a lot of times, you know, they, they okay, they want, they want a, they want certain qualities, right? But mm-hmm. they actually, the reason why they want that is because they most likely they. They have that in themselves. But first of all, you have to be able to give, be prepared to give the same thing that you want to attract. You can, it can't be a one-way thing, you know? And so, yeah. and so when I interviewed this, uh, these clients, I actually, I, I'm able to find the really, some of them, what yeah. makes them authentic, right? And, um, and so there's also certain people that forgot that they have those qualities in them. As a matter of fact, I remember writing a, the online dating profile for somebody and she was when I gave her an image makeover so I I, I changed the whole look and I created a beautiful picture that she could put in the online dating and then I rewrote her online dating profile she actually looked at and read it and said to me this is me (laughs) she didn't even recognize Yes, I said that, but you don't see yourself that way. So never undersell yourself, whether it be in a resume, whether it be in an online dating profile, or, or even on like a speed dating. If 
if you know the right words to say. So, you know, one of the things that I also do is that I coach people on how to interview for our job and also how to ask the right questions and also give the right answers when you yeah. are on dating, um, mm. when you are dating, right? Because the whole point is that <laughs> we dropped again. You know, the whole well, point for, is. And then what happens, like, if you don't articulate your value well enough, you cannot yes. communicate that, you will shortchange yourself and miss out on opportunities, either for love, relationships, or a client, or a career. So, Amen. you know, like, the, the life coaches basically help you find clarity and, you know, create awareness. And some people... You know, uh, like me, I go a little further and I actually walk you to the to the path of, like, say, for example, being able to interview for the career that you want and also attract the person that you want to be with. And I also have friends who are dating coaches that, that specialize in that. And there's so many people who are different geniuses. And mm-hmm. I always urge people, invest on yourself. Invest on a mentor. Invest on a coach. If you know, because more often than not, you you may not see what value you have to share with the world. So don't shortchange yourself. Sometimes yeah. it takes somebody else to see how amazing you are and remind you of it. Yeah. Oh, it's so important. It is so important what you're talking about. Thank you so much for bringing all that up. It's it's uh. It's just amazing. We can't go anywhere. You know, we need somebody else to, to look inside of us and, and pull pull that truth to the surface. So, Furley, you're incredible. Right. I remember when you met me, we met in New York, and, and one of the first things you said to me is like, gosh, Stace, you put the heart and soul back into fitness. And it was so funny <laughs> yeah. because, I mean, yeah. I had been in the fitness industry my whole life, and, I mean, I never thought of that ever, ever, ever. And yet that was absolutely true. That's my heart is to put the heart and soul back into every kind of fitness, emotional fitness, financial fitness, uh, relational fitness, physical fitness, every kind of fitness. I am absolutely passionate about putting the heart and soul back into every and you know uh, what it, and you cannot fake that you cannot no. fake heart you cannot fake right. energy you right. just totally embody that because yeah. when i met you like first of all your smile is contagious and then of course because of the fact that you're nice and fit you know like it's you're very inspirational that way also and you were so you know what's really cool about you that I love when you were um, when you were even coaching me to do some exercises in um, underneath that hotel uh, yeah. the gym, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So you you knew where I was because I'm not really like a, a fitness. I, I think it skipped a generation or something because <laughs> I was not. Um, I I don't own a sports gene in my body. I'm not really big on. But you know, obviously, we all want to be healthy. But you understood that you were such a great listener. And you were able to customize your tips to me in a way that I would be comfortable and yeah. in a way that it, it, it basically matches the level of fitness that I was at. So yeah. it takes, you know, it takes hard dedication to do that and also le- uh, incredible listening skills. Yeah. Because so, yeah. Many, so many things are not communicated by words, you know? Right. Um, right? Like, so, like, Active listening is such a mm. great uh, gift to, um, yeah. to use when it comes to coaching. And, you know, and you are 
really, really brilliant at what you do in, in as, as you evolve. Like, I even thought that you were still doing it, and then I realized, oh, my gosh, you have morphed into, you know, even much more, like, grander, like, callings in life. And now yeah. this is the way you don't only help one or a couple of people at the time with fitness, but now you're actually helping multiply, you know, um, basically create exponential yeah. transformation in the lives of others through your radio show, through the books that you write. So kudos to you, girl. Kudos. So awesome. <laughs> I love you. You're the best. You are absolutely you the best. Man. All right. We got we to gotta shut on down here. So final words of wisdom. What do you want to leave us with? It has to be short and sweet. Wrap it up. <laughs> well, life, you know, life is about choices. Uh-huh. Choose them well. Amen. (laughs) That is, man. That's what we have the power of choice. Boom. That's it. Boom. Choose life and love. Exercise your power. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Exercise your power of choices. Yep. Amen. Amen. Well, you're a blessing. You guys can reach Furley at FurleyAlmonte.com. Just as simple as that. F E R L I E. A-L-M-O-N-T-E dot com. Reach out to her. You can book her to be the MC at your event or to coach you um, up and out of this uh, this place that you're in. Man, she will make that place such a starting point. It will be an incredible new beginning for you. She'll help you to see all kinds of amazing possibilities. And she's going to give you a free 30-minute discovery session. So reach out to her. Get on the phone and, and talk with this amazing woman. And she's going to pull uh, pull you up and out of that place faster than you can even know. So reach out to Furley. And if <laughs> you, you are ready... <laughs> If you're ready for more peace, power, and profit in your life, that's what I am doing these days. I've got spots left in the Profit Zone coaching program that literally is they're going to rock every area of your life. But not image. I'm not about image consulting or writing your resume. So call Furley for that. (laughs) So um, I love having you on the show, Furley. Thank you so very much for having me. Yeah, you are so welcome. We will see you soon because you're going to be in California. Keep shining your light, girl. Keep shining yeah. your light. I know we can you do too. amazing collaborations together because, you know, um, you know, the world needs more people like us. And um, yeah. the more we, <laughs> so we can <laughs> really, you know, like yeah. surround yourself with people that bring out the best in you, who light you up, who inspire you who will be great models for us. So regardless of whether you get knocked down in life, remember, get back up and embrace your new possibilities. Yeah, totally, totally. We always say here, be the change you're hoping to see in the world. And those are the guests that I have on the Changebook Radio Show are the ones that are out there being the change. So that's what we're talking about. So we will see you again next Wednesday on the Changebook Radio Show. And until then, don't forget to be the change you're hoping to see. Ciao, ciao. Bye-bye. Adios, amigos. How do you say bye-bye in the Philippines? Oh, bye. Uh, Palam, palam. Palam. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Big love. Bye, Furley. Bye-bye, listeners. Bye-bye.